0: everyone loves Disneyland. Okay, not my dad, but he's the exception to the rule. Now, you could call a travel agent and let them do the planning for you, but if you're anal, like I am, then you want to plan it all yourself a year before you go. At the moment, I'm planning a trip for my 40th birthday slash graduation from grad school. I'm going at the end of January next year, and I've been planning since January of this year. I'm crazy. My packing list is sitting in my desk right now. So from a crazy Disney nerd, here are some tips and tricks for planning way in advance your next trip to the happiest place on earth. Dream of Let's start with planning. I always start with booking my travel since that's the biggest expense. I like to get it out of the way really early so my bank account can recover before I actually go on the trip. So tip one, bundle travel. I use Expedia so I can bundle my hotel and my flight and save a bunch of cash. It's great. You can read the reviews of all of the hotels. You can see how close they are to the park. There's a little map, there's photos of all the rooms. Tip two. Long Beach, fly into Long Beach Airport. It's the best. It's usually reasonable for airfare. It's lovely to hang out in before you come home and you get to avoid LAX. As someone who lived in LA for almost six years, this is very important. LAX is the worst. Fly into Burbank if you're going to Universal, but fly into Long Beach for Disneyland. John Wade might be closer, but Long Beach is cheaper. And for about 30 bucks, you can catch an Uber or a Lyft to your hotel by the park. It's even cheaper if you can split it with a couple of people that you're traveling with. Tip 3. Find a hotel with breakfast. I prefer to find a hotel with a really good breakfast. It gets me fueled up before I go into the park, and therefore saves me a bunch of money and it's not just a bagel, it's real food. I've stayed at the Residence Marriott at the Anaheim Convention Center and the place is great. You pay a little more for it, but the breakfast is fantastic. It's about a block and a half from the park entrance and there's Netflix. I didn't think that I would care about that, but it turns out that I did. The breakfast is eggs and a couple of different kinds of breakfast meat, and there's crepes and waffles and uh, fruit, and it's spectacular. Let's move on to buying your Park Pass. No matter how long your trip is going to be, I've discovered the joy of Max Pass. Which brings me to tip four. Tip four, Max Pass. Max Pass is $10 a day for each ticket and is the best thing since Fast Passes. Instead of sending your fleet-footed and energetic cousin to far corners of the park to get Fast Passes for you while you stand in line with his wife, which is what I do, you take one step into either park, either park whip out your phone, and have fast passes for everyone in your party in seconds. You can actually link your max passes so one person can get fast passes for everyone at once. You can be at Big Thunder Mountain and get a fast pass for Radiator Springs Racers without moving a single step. If that's not sexy enough, you get all the photos in the park for free. The dude standing in front of Sleeping Biddy's castle? Free. The woman in front of the radiator spring sign in Carsland? Free. All those photos of you shrieking your head off on Guardians of the Galaxy? Free. Okay, me shrieking my head off on Guardians of the Galaxy. This is cool enough when the park's not crazy busy. Imagine how powerful you feel when you've gone 80 miles in five days and would sell your soul to Satan not to have to walk another 20 feet to pee, let alone to get a fast pass for one more ride on the Haunted Mansion. And there's a parade in the way. And Phantasmic's going to start and there are fireworks. It tells you how long the standby line is and when the return time is for the fast passes. Max pass. It's amazing. What about food, you say? Can I just walk up to the Blue Bayou and get a table? Sometimes yes, but my family tends to travel in a giant pack so there are sometimes 15 of us wanting to eat at the same time. My cousin likes to have one time each day where someone brings food to her at a real table. I completely agree with that, so I've adopted her planning skills for this. Thanks, Amanda. Here's tip five food reservations in the park. You can book food reservations for Disneyland 60 days in advance. So for next January, I've marked my calendar and put a reminder on my phone, so I'll remember to book dinner at the Wine Country Trattoria while we're there. They have spaghetti bolognese that pairs so well with their Chianti, I have dreams about it. I don't want to miss it. Tip six, get a hotel room with a kitchen. The rooms that the residents Marriott. no, I'm not getting money from them, although I'd take it if they offered. They also have full kitchens, so my cousin, who travels with her kids and husband, has groceries delivered to her room, so they have snacks whenever they need them. There's a microwave, a full-size fridge, a stove, and a dishwasher. And last time, treasure of treasures, I found a bag of microwave popcorn. I can hear you thinking, oh my god, are we there yet? Yes, congratulations, you're finally at Disneyland. I still have some useful information, though. Tip seven. Switch shoes. This is where you can tell that I'm turning 40 this year. I always take two pairs of shoes to switch between. I have a pair of Keen sandals and a pair of Nike tennis shoes. My feet are going to hurt anyway, but with an investment in a couple of good pairs of shoes and switching between them each day, I can know I've done my damnedest to minimize the discomfort. Tip 8 Hydrate. I am the worst at drinking enough water while I'm in the park. And I get to the end of the day, and I wonder why I feel like crap. I find that if I have a bottle of water with me at all times, I'll drink it. So I bring a purse big enough for a bottle along with all my other crap, and I know where all the water fountains are for refilling it. The Disneyland app is a great resource for knowing where things are in the park. You can actually filter it for drinking fountains, bathrooms, etc. And that's where your Max Pass lives. Now, I could keep going. I could talk about checking the weather before you go, and the necessities that I carry in my purse every day while I'm there. Put your phone in a Ziploc bag when you get on Splash Mountain. But I figure I should leave you before you turn me off. Or do you want to hear about the huge playlist I've created to go along with this trip? No? Fine. So, these are the best tips I can give for anyone planning a trip to Disneyland who has a bit of Ravenclaw in them. I know, it's wrong entertainment overlord, give me a break. Of course, you should think of these as more guidelines than actual rules, to quote Pirates of the Caribbean. They're not set in stone. The Disneyland police are not going to arrest you if you choose to ignore any of them. This is just how I choose to do it. Part of the fun for me is planning the trip within an inch of its life. I hope they're of use to you and that your next vacation to the happiest place on Earth is the best ever. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars.